Hey, this is KDP, and welcome to KDP's podcast, where we have some hot boiling tea that the Lord himself has prepared for us today. Hey guys, I'm really excited to share this with you guys. It's something that I I guess it's been buried, and um, it's something that's been rising to the surface, and it's just something that God really wants me to share with you guys today, and Honestly, I love to think of this podcast as like a kind of like a Bible study um, type of way, just because every time I read the the word, God is always revealing something to me and the Holy Spirit inspires me to do it on my podcast. And I mean, why not? Honestly, like for me i think i've said this before for me starting this podcast is not to talk about me or to give myself glory because i mean i don't even know how anyone could do that (laughs) but to give god glory through this and to allow god to continuously give give him glory through it even after it happened or even after it's over or whatever and if maybe you find yourself in this situation or in this season kind of then through this i hope that i can be an encouragement to you to give god glory through that to allow for god to receive glory and how would you do that is you would allow him into that situation you would allow him to guide you through every single step that you take in the season um even through any decision that you make and i just i love this i love talking to god i love having moments with god and and just giving it all to him and of course um i know the title of this is kind of cliche and it's kind of like oh i've heard all of this and whatever But today we're going to be debunking lies that the enemy thinks he has us trapped in. And I know it's a really long title and I could have really shortened it up to just debunking lies of the enemy. And so (laughs) I guess I'm going to call it that. But, you know, I just want to say that the enemy thinks he can trap us in here, but because we're shining some light on here we're shining light through this we're gonna do just that okay now tell me if i'm wrong on this pronunciation but in the book of second kings the title of this in my bible i'm reading the esv version it's it's second kings chapter one and it says elijah denounces a Isaiah. I'm so sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but I played this like over and over because you know the app has um, that option for for it to just read it to you, and that's exactly the way he pronounced it. So I'm gonna just go with it. Okay, so it says in verse one, it says after the death of Ab, Moab rebelled against Israel. Now Isaiah fell through the lattice in his upper chamber in Samariah and lay sick. So he sent messengers telling them, Go inquire of Baal-zebub, I think that's how you say it, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover from the sickness. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, 
Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and say to them, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are going to inquire of Baalzebub, the god of Ekron? Now, therefore, thus says the Lord, You shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. So Elijah went. The messengers returned to the king, and he said to them, Why have you returned? And they said to him, There came a man to meet us, and said to us, Go back to the king who sent you, and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are sending to inquire of the God, the God of Ekron? Therefore you shall not come down from the bed you, to which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. He said to them, What kind of man was he who came to meet you and told you these things? They answered him, He wore a garment of hair with a belt of leather about his waist. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite. And then the king sent to him a captain of fifty men with his fifty. He went up to Elijah, who was sitting on the top of a hill, and said to him, O man of God, the king says, Come down. But Elijah answered the captain of fifty and said, If I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty. Then fire came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Again, the king sent to him another captain of fifty men with his fifty. And he answered to and he answered and said to him, O man of God, this is the king's order come down quickly but elijah answered them and said if i am a man of god let fire come down from heaven and consume me in your 50 then the fire of god came down from heaven and consumed him and his 50 again this king sent the captain of a third 50 with his 50 and the third captain of 50 went up and came and fell on his knees before elijah and entreated him O man of god please let Please let my life and the life of these fifty servants of yours be precious in your sight. Behold, fire came down from heaven and consumed the two former captains of fifty men with their fifties. But now let my life be precious in your sight. Then the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, Go down with him, do not be afraid of him. So he arose and went down with him to the king and said to him, Thus says the Lord, because you have sent messengers to inquire the god of Ekron he says is it because there is no god in Israel to inquire of his word therefore you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up but you shall surely die so he died according to the word of the Lord that Elijah had spoken I believe it's Joram I don't if I'm saying it wrong I'm so sorry these these names are really hard okay became king in his place praise God for that because God can do anything God can use anything and I mean what greater than of him to use his own words right that's awesome okay in the second year of Joram the son of Jesophat king of Judah became Ahaziah had no son I mean because Ahaziah had no son now the rest of the acts of Ahaziah that he did are they not written in the book of chronicles of the king of Israel
and it goes on to talk about that but I know that was such a long chapter that I just read but I really wanted to read it all to you because I really wanted you to understand and perhaps God has already spilled the tea to you through these verses so right away I I think from the beginning we know that Isaiah was so desperate to seek um, some help from a God and I say a God because you know there's only one God and it's Jehovah it's Yeshua you know the one that we serve and live for today but anyways he wanted to go and find a God from Akron and he was so desperate as you can tell because I mean he was laying sick in his bed and he just really wanted to know like if he's going to recover from the sickness and you know he sent his people or whatever his 50 men I kind of laughed because it was two times that this king had sent two captains of 50 with their 50 men and they they died they died they didn't listen the first time so I did it again and of course thank God the third time it was like they they understood they knew that God's power is real and I love that but anyways Something that the enemy can make us feel during our desperate time of need when it comes to anything. It doesn't have to be a, a sickness, but it can be like a moment of desperation. Let's say maybe you lost your job. Maybe you need some money and, and you feel that you have to turn to other things to get money. You forget that God is your provider. And I can totally understand that regardless of that my point is that the enemy can literally literally make you feel that you have to turn to other things to keep you alive and it could mean with various things it doesn't just mean um it does not just mean to keep you healthy or whatever but it could be anything okay it could be any addiction it could be a person it could be the internet it could be anything that the enemy will make you believe or think that you have to do this that you have to say that that you have to go here or go there or look in there so that you can stay alive so you can keep yourself alive but we all know that that is not good for us to it's really not good for us to think that or to allow for for a thought like that to stay in our minds because if we're being real we're being honest can you think of a moment where you've turned to something else other than god and it has not gone your way and then we kind of wonder why it hasn't gone our way but then we realize that it was because we took things into our own hands when we could have given it to God and it could have been a way better outcome rather than us doing it ourselves and so therefore we begin to rely on ourselves and and really when you're turning to other things you're relying on yourself it's not really it's not really the things that are keeping you alive that you're doing but it's yourself because you're taking it upon yourself and you're like 
okay so for me to do this you know i'm gonna keep myself alive if i just think positive positive always i'm gonna be good if i keep myself up late at night and never go to sleep i'm gonna like do really good things you know you're, you're taking it upon yourself and you're taking control over something that you know god could have done so much better at it and honestly if we really think about it we sometimes don't even have to lift up a finger i mean spiritually speaking um yes we have to pray yes we have to read the word but if we really think about it god really takes care of us i mean he's a provider and obviously i'm not saying that you're gonna chill in bed and you know not do anything but you know what i mean like god gives us life he's merciful and he's gonna do a lot of things for us and he's gonna take a lot of things into his hands because we know that or he knows that what we think we're doing is good but it's actually really not good so i definitely want to shine light onto that because the enemy especially during this time can make us feel that we have to do something or look at something to stay alive but really that's not the case and that's not real that's not true and i just really want you to remember that remember that this man right here was trying to go to to a different god for answers and god was like oh no 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 no! you think you're gonna get away with it and of course you know whatever god says is gonna happen it's gonna happen and so he told this man or i mean he sent an angel to elijah the tishbite and told him you better go tell him that he is there really no God? Like, does he really think there is no God of Israel? Well, guess what? Now you will surely die. And in most cases, well, I I want to share a little experience of mine is, you know, I left God three times. I'm prodigal. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I don't like talking about it that much. But if anyone really needs to hear it or needs a reminder, I'm a perfect example of that, unfortunately, but I'm still very grateful to be that example because I can tell you that what the world has to offer anyone is nothing but bad stuff, evil stuff, just straight up wanting to kill you. There's nothing good that the world offers us, but it's pure confusion, drugs, um, so many things that I just want to call it pure darkness is what the world has to offer us and no one likes to be in the dark no one likes to be in a dark room by themselves you know with no windows no door like no one would ever want to be in a place like that so that's the perfect way that I can describe the world and if you yourself are a prodigal then I'm I'm sure you can agree with me on that that no one would ever want to be somewhere where they're alone so i'm very thankful to have god and i pray that you would be too regardless of what season you may find yourself in or maybe you're just finding yourself in a difficult situation but don't ever ever turn away from god 
to look for answers in some other gods or in some other things because maybe it's not that you will surely die like physically but spiritually you will and physically there are consequences to the things that you turn to believe me in that believe me in that and so this tells you that this man was desperate okay this man was like oh no he didn't like the king was like oh hell no he did not just who is this guy for him to say that right like he was i don't know what the king was thinking during that time but the fact that he sent two captains two captains of 50 um of 50 men and they all died is kind of like ridiculous to me but finally you know the third one was like please elijah you know don't kill me or don't let fire come down and consume us and in a way just asking for mercy right and then um just the fact that this captain you know came and fell on his knees before elijah and you know spoke to him in that way like you know mercy and then the the angel of the lord spoke to elijah after that and was like go down with him do not be afraid that's something that's very very beautiful is that whenever we're going through anything anything god is always telling us to not be afraid because in this moment you would think you know elijah you know he's he's not scared he's a man of god like he he trusts in god but even him the fact that god told him don't be afraid as you can tell from this is that you know elijah was just as human as we are and yeah we trust god and we have all of these things that we can be so grateful for and we know that god's power is super powerful no one can match with that and so that just lets us know that god really knows our emotions or what we're feeling in that moment <laughs> so he's like elijah don't be scared but go down with him and i'll take control over it and that's when elijah went to the king and told him the exact words that god had told him he said you really think that there is no god of israel so therefore you shall die and you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up and that is that and unfortunately because Isaiah had no son again I don't know if I'm saying it properly I'm sorry if it's like the the pro the pronunciation of it is like way off or whatever I'm sorry once again but anyways this also brings me to the next point that I have that the enemy loves to do just like he loves to make us believe that we have to other things to keep us alive he also wants us to believe that in certain situations or seasons that God is not with you. You have too many questions? Oh, would you look at that? God has left to go answer to someone else. You're drowning in this specific one sin or you're failing in one certain area and you don't feel Christian enough. Well, would you look at that? God is nowhere to be found in that season or in that situation. And the enemy loves to make us believe that. He loves to make us feel like in our seasons, we are just not Christian enough because we 
we are going through this or we have a problematic area during the season the enemy will just love to rub all these things in our faces but i will tell you that that is definitely not the case for us and i really want that to be an echo and to be so profound for you to remember that god is with you in all seasons don't be like this king okay don't be so desperate to look for other things or find another answer or try to justify anything of what you're about to do but take it all to god give it all to god and really just embrace the season that you're going through because trials are meant to make you grow and they are for good and not for evil or anything like that that the enemy can make you think nothing of that sort and my last one is the enemy makes us think that on top of turning to other things on top of believing that God isn't with us in this situation or season, that he wants us to think that we should be secure in whatever successes we have, that we should be secure in our jobs, that we should rely on to the checks that come every month, or we should rely on the government to like give us stimulus checks, <laughs> you know, something like that. I want you to know this that everything here on earth will remain okay but the people the money the materials will not remain okay we will all pass we will all die we won't take anything with us wherever we go we won't take anything of what we have with us whether it's money whether it's like your favorite jacket or whatever you won't take that with you when you die you'll just die you'll decay and you know turn into dust while the items like plastic or paper they might remain a little bit longer than you after you pass and i just want you to know that he's gonna remind you like hey let's not be desperate for i am your god and there there should be no anxiousness in you there should be no worry in you no sadness but joy but peace and compassion and patience and all of this good stuff and that's really all what i wanted to share with you guys today it's a short it's a kind reminder that we shouldn't turn away from god during this quarantine during this pandemic these checks you're relying on or this job that you're relying on and thinking that you're secure it's not gonna last very long and so as long as you keep your eyes and your focus on god that's really it that's really all you need listen when you keep your eyes and your mind and your soul and your heart just solely focused on god everything else will come listen money will keep coming in and going because you have to buy things and god will keep providing for those moments where you're really in need or we shouldn't turn away from god just because we feel lost or we feel desperate keep saying desperate i don't know why maybe there's a desperate need somewhere for someone here and um if you're listening and there's a desperateness in you please don't feel desperate please feel like you can come to god with that 
don't feel ashamed if you have too many questions because God doesn't run away. I was telling my sister that I feel that God loves questions because it's not so much that the questions refer to like something else, but these questions help us to understand and know God better in a different way. So if you ever have a question like, God, why do you do this? Or God, what does that mean? Or God, why did you make this? Or how did you make that? The answer that that you get will reveal more and more about God and you will grow closer to God. So don't ever feel like you can't ask questions. Don't ever feel like if you have questions, that means you're not Christian enough because you don't know this information or whatever. Listen, as long as you read your Bible, you're definitely Christian enough. As long as you have God in your heart and in your mind all the time, you're Christian enough. As long as you're living and God is breathing in you and you believe that and you truly, truly believe that and you've accepted Jesus that he died on the cross for you and you've accepted him as your savior in your heart, you're Christian enough. There is nothing about you. There's nothing anyone can say about you that could ever make that change. It doesn't matter if you're drowning in sin seek God more if you're having a difficult time with any any situation any season keep running and looking for God and he can definitely still be found till this day and so if you're alive today you can do it today you can find him today and so Thank you guys for joining into this episode. I hope that this is a blessing for you. It definitely was for me. And uh, we'll see what the next episode is on. Remember God, you guys. Don't ever forget. And don't, please, don't leave him. God bless.